Hello, everyone. Welcome back to That's Insane, a podcast where I talk about medicine, murder, and maybe more, but most definitely more because there's lots of weird shit out there. I'm your host, Aurelia, and today we've got a really interesting medical case for you. So this is going to be a shorter, sweeter, to-the-point episode, but entertaining and interesting nonetheless. Let's get into it. Disclaimer that none of these are patients that I have seen. There is no personal information in these stories, um, and this was all gathered from research on the internet, and I had no interaction with these patients, so there is no HIPAA being violated. Also, sometimes there is language in here that may be disturbing to others, um, so if you don't like, you know, blood or gross medical stuff, some of these might not be the case for you. So trigger warning if you don't like that stuff. And if you don't, I'm I'm not really sure uh, why you'd be listening to a murder and medicine podcast, but you know, we all do weird things. Okay, so let's get started with today's story. My sources for today's episode are livescience.com, meddizzy.com, science, and science direct. Um, a 47-year-old woman was referred to a urologist, which is a doctor who specializes in the urinary system, and she went there for left abdominal pain, groin pain, blood in her urine, painful urination, and pain with sex for the last two months. If you want to know the medical terms for all of those, I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, so blood in urine is hematuria, painful urination is dysuria, and pain with sex is called dyspareunia, just for your, you know, knowledge. The woman didn't take any medications, and she was otherwise a healthy 47-year-old female. She had a copper IUD inserted about 10 years previously following the termination of a pregnancy. So IUDs are T-shaped intrauterine contraceptive contraceptive devices that act as a form of birth control. Um, There are copper IUDs which are non-hormonal, meaning they don't produce any hormones, and instead they prevent contraception because the copper releases ions that stop the sperm from swimming and make the uterus inhospitable. So AKA it kills any sperm that enters the uterus. Other IUDs are hormonal like the Kylena or Mirena, and they prevent pregnancy by secreting progesterone, um, which kind of tricks the body into thinking it's already pregnant, if you will. That's why some women that are on IUDs don't have periods. Both are extremely effective forms of contraceptives, and the copper IUD can actually last up to 12 years. This woman was evaluated by the urologist who did blood work, and it was all normal, and her urine showed sterile pyuria, which basically means that there was white blood cells without any evidence of like a bacterial infection. She didn't have a UTI, but she had white blood cells in her urine, which is not normal. When the doctor examined her, she had a little bit of tenderness over her suprapubic suprapubic region, which is really low on your abdomen. It's like right over your bladder. And they did an ultrasound of her kidney, her ureter, which is what connects the kidneys to the bladder. And I lost my place because my dog is growling. um, Okay, so she did, they did the ultrasound of her kidney, the ureter, and the bladder, which showed an 11 millimeter bladder calculus on the backside of the bladder wall. 11 millimeters is a little over a centimeter, which is about a third of an inch. So the size of a pea um, and a calculus is a stone. So basically she had like a stone attached to the back wall of her bladder that was about a third of an inch 
On x-ray, they could clearly see the IUD, but it looked way too low in the abdomen, so the next step was a CT scan. So the CT showed that the IUD had actually perforated through her uterus and her bladder, and it was now located in her bladder with that stone attached to it. So it had literally migrated through the uterus and then migrated itself into the bladder, and it had that, that bladder stone on it. So to remove this device and the stone, they had to do a few things. So the first thing they did is a cystoscopy, which is a tube with a camera, and it goes up through the urethra and looks into the bladder. They used a laser to break up the stone into little chunks, and then they did a hysteroscopy, which is very similar to the cystoscopy, um, only it's for the uterus instead. And then they pulled the IUD out that way. And then the woman recovered without any issues. So it's really uncommon to have an IUD perforate through the uterus. It's one in 1,000. So if you have an IUD, don't run to get it like taken out. Um, but it's extremely rare for it to also perforate the bladder. Something similar happened in 2017 to a woman, um, but she had actually gotten pregnant, had a C-section, and the IUD wasn't anywhere to be found. And then years later, she started having bladder problems, and that eventually led them to discover that the IUD had perforated into her bladder. So it does happen, but it's crazy rare. So there are two theories on how the perforation happened. One is that the IUD either punctures the uterine wall during the insertion or it just gradually wears and erodes at the uterine tissue. It doesn't sound like it's common, like I said, um, so you shouldn't freak out if you have an IUD, but you know, the more you know. So yeah, that is today's case. Like I said, short and sweet, um, although a little uncomfortable if you have an IUD yourself but that's all I got for you today so be sure to follow me on Instagram at that's insane underscore podcast and as always if you know of any crazy cases or weird true crime stories or just weird shit in general um, make sure you send it to that's insane podcast at gmail.com I'll see you next time bye